The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England Zone Van Helsink. With me tonight is not in, no, 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 she caught a cold running around on her bike. So there you go. So, But I have the next best thing, if there is a best thing. It's my co-host from the Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, Laura Worcester, the Wonder Twin. <laughs> hey, Ron, how are you? Good. How are you, my? Good. Good, good, that good. Was, that's something I shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Well, yeah, there's nothing new about that. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, we we really certainly have a, a lot of things happening here in Boston area uh, with that bombing and everything else, and uh, it, it's just terrible. It's, you know, it's all over the news, and uh, it's my hot school to everybody who's involved with it, and it's, you know, it's just a terrible thing. You just, it's hard for someone like you and, and me, I think it's it's really hard to uh, fathom, uh, fathom, I guess is the word, uh, such evil, such terror that that happened there in Boston. Absolutely. I mean, I, I just think we just recently, at least at least for me, I'm speaking for myself, that just recently I feel like I was starting to let my guard down a little bit. I used to think anytime we saw large, large groups of people gathered, you know, the past mm-hmm. 10 or so years since uh, 9-11, every time we saw any kind of gathering, we kind of worried, okay, is security okay here? But mm-hmm. that didn't even cross my mind for this year, for, the, for the, probably the first time since uh, 2001. Really? Um, really. I mean, I, I never even crossed my mind that this could happen again. I think we just let our guard down, really. You know, and, and it's it's a shame. It really is, unfortunately, yeah. that we have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, the thing is, um, Jan and I both share the same feelings that, that we, we do not like crowds anyway. So we never have. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Shades of Coconut Grove and, the, you know, the Stagecoach Lighthouse, I mean, that's that's what can happen in crowds, unfortunately. Um, I just don't like them. I'm not comfortable in them for so many different reasons. So uh, I guess I'm out of the mix on that. But I I feel so bad, so bad for all those people who went for, uh, you know, such a a joyous occasion because these people work out all year long. And this is, you know, the the accumulation of all their work and and effort is, and it's such a, it is a family thing too. It it really is. I mean, they're all out there. Yeah. It's a school vacation week. A lot of people went into town with their families and, 
you know, um, three three the people the three people who actually passed in this. Um, they were young people. I mean, they're twenties and an eight year old. And um, it just it's so heartbreaking. You think you're doing something safe, and you know you think your children are safe. They're right next to you, and this happens. Um, yeah. It is heartbreaking, and and it is. I just I just saw the paper. Um, there's a local girl just you know down the street here, not too far from me, who um, who I think she lost both legs. I mean, she was just there having fun with her friends and family, and and, and really, I mean. Yeah, I know. It's 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 unbelievable. I mean, it really is. And you don't think there's. And I've always said this: if people don't think there's evil in the world, then they're really not opening their eyes because there is, no matter how you look at it. Um, but anyways, let's start way. Well, it is kind of here we talked about because uh, joining us uh, is your. For those who don't know Laura, by the way, Laura is my co-host from Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, and we've also, uh, I met Laura at uh, Reiki, and uh, that's how uh, I met her, and and she actually, uh, well, you predicted or or diagnosed my uh, heart problem before I had surgery. Yeah, that was... I do remember, yeah, yeah, I do, and I thought that was really odd. And I was like, "Are you sure you've seen your doctor?" <laughs> like something mm-hmm. really you know, not bad, for, not bad for a newbie, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I can't. I should preface that I'm not a doctor. I shouldn't diagnose anything. I don't diagnose anything. But I just, oh, you're such I, a wimp. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but it's just like I don't know. Something doesn't feel right. You know, whatever. So. Yeah. Anyways, I, I hear another voice on our line, so that means <laughs> the unbelievable, uh, my favorite astrologer in, in your, is with us, and that is Dorothy Morgan. Hey, Dorothy. Hello. Glad to be here. And, you know, Dorothy, for for those who don't know, has been doing astrology. She teaches uh, astrology study group at Circles of Wisdom. Uh, she's oh, she's does a lot of things. Uh, your website is? Yeah, website is nhastrologer.com. NH as in New Hampshire, because that's where I live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you also you also uh, do the astrology section for our newsletter of the New England Ghost Projects newsletter, Ghost, uh, which is you can sign up free on nyghostproject.com. The letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and you can sign up. But it's free, and, and Dorothy's column is in, it, along with uh, uh, my co-host and Har- Carrigan does cemetery tripping, and Thomas D'Agostino, and a whole bunch of cool stuff. So, anyways. Yeah. And and one thing uh, that I I did want to talk to uh, Dorothy about, and, and this kind of goes back to Laura when we had her on the show. If it was it wasn't that long ago, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks or three weeks. I was on the morning. Yeah, two weeks ago I was on the morning show on the first. Yeah, April first. Yeah, the morning yeah. show. Do, do you remember what she said, uh, Laura? Um, something about a lot. <laughs> Something about being careful because of um, yeah, I can't remember exactly how you worded it. Well, you know, it, it, it actually called my attention because she mentioned about North Korea and certain things and signs that it was going to cause there was going to be trouble and so forth. And so I got to thinking: Can astrology predict tragedies mm-hmm. like what occurred on Monday? So I asked Dorothy, yeah. and Dorothy, can they? Yeah, it, it it can, and it you know it's easier, of course, in hindsight to say to look and say, well, see, we can see this is happening, but 
a lot of the stuff that's been going on, and we've been talking, you know, any of the any of these professional astrologers out there, we've all been talking about the energy shifts and a lot of the stuff that's going on for for quite a few years now, and it's been about two and a half years that the planet Uranus and the planet Pluto, or whatever Pluto's been demoted to, they've been in the square <laughs> aspect back and forth with each other for ages. And I mean, yeah, again, astrology is from our perspective here on the planet and the way the math works, they're at a 90-degree angle. And this does cause a lot of stress because the planet Uranus is in the sign of Aries and it hasn't been in there for 82 years and it's been there just for a, for a year now. And Pluto hasn't been in Capricorn since the American Revolution. And, you know, what we get with these two energies not they're not nice they're not happy and they're not good with each other you know because basically what it causes it causes people to rebel and it causes big issues now i think on the first the april 1st when i was talking i was talking about the upcoming new moon which was on april 10th and again that was a week ago but the new moon was in the sign of aries and aries is extremely aggressive uranus is in aries so that's is what causes this revolutionary, very independent, i got to prove my point. And Uranus is always sudden, unexpected energy, just out of the blue, from nowhere it comes. It's like lightning in a storm. You know it's there, but you don't know where it's going to hit. It might hit or it might not. And that Aries energy of that new moon on the uh, April 10th, that also activated another planet, the god of war, Mars. And so while we have had our, our global focus over there in North Korea, and it mm-hmm. still should remain there, so many conflicts and so much um, really death and destruction and just lots of people really acting out happens a lot in the time of year that the sun moves through Aries. And it will be done on Saturday, a Friday, the sun will move into Taurus, so we'll be able to get a little more grounded. But the point is, the big trigger here. The moon and the sun triggers a lot of things because they move quickly. And so the new moon, hence the new moon on the 10th. But this this um, sudden problem, you know, I've pulled up Boston's chart, and it's kind of hard to know exactly when Boston was born. You know, I've got to, yeah. I've got to you know, I mean, it, when? When it, you know, when it, when it took its name in 1822 or mm-hmm. when it, it, it finally became, you know, when it just first started on in September 17th, 1630. So, you know, this, to those two charts are super, are very, very different, you know. So right. it's it's a little difficult to pinpoint. But what's going on in Boston outside of these sudden unexpected events um, is uh, the Saturn return. Uh, Boston is having what's called the Saturn return right now, if I use the chart from 1630. And what that is about is that that is the whole foundation of Boston. You know, what you call, what we feel is safe and secure is being questioned again. Because it's in the Saturn, in the sign of Scorpio for the, for a couple of years. We've been into it for a year and a half, about a year now, got a year and a half to go. That helps everybody to redefine and shift and change what their foundation is. You know, what, what we see as secure, because that does go through upheavals once in a while in life. Not, not the little things, not the big things. So this will change the way, um, 
well, crowds and, and things like that are handled. And we know that Boston did really well. I mean, with that many people, what are you going to do? Everybody's running around with a backpack on. Mm. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a crowded event. Well, you know, I, you know, I think we, sh- I think we should start running back the ground checks on people with backpacks. Well, that won't pass. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> had, to do, had to do that political oh. thing there. <laughs> There's a few yeah. political things happening yeah. this day, isn't there? There's quite mm. a few. Quite a few, and that could yeah, that's just a firestorm, let me tell you. So maybe we won't get into that. And you know what's interesting <laughs> is, <laughs> I mean, Dar- uh, Dorothy, uh, yeah, Dorothy, what's her name, Laura? Laura may have a good, you know, a thing talking about the political things. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, astrology affects what happens in Washington as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. So, it does. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people trying to remain free and independent. And since senators are, didn't vote to restrict access, well, it doesn't even restrict access. It just, it, it was just about, you know, background checks. But for some reason, it was, things are felt differently. Things felt differently for them. So whatever, whatever the situation is for, for the people, the individuals in Washington, you know, astrology is phenomenal for planning things and looking ahead and, and, and learning from it. And I understand all of that, but we still have to, have to take into consideration the human factor and free choice and, you know, and, and what our personal feelings are. So there's so many different factors going on here. What we, we, we need new, we need things to shift and change into something that's new because the way things have been run and the way things have been for, well, as far as this country is concerned, you know, 200 plus years, it, we need a big change. And pardon me, and it's just, it's hard to work through. It, it, it's not, it's very difficult. It's like a, a very difficult birth process. It's not going easily. So we have a big hit in the end of May. We have three eclipses coming up. They haven't even hit us yet. You know, we have three major eclipses coming. And wow. and Mars and Uranus are going to make their square aspect shortly, you know, within um, right around the time of the last eclipse at the end of May. They're going to be, Mars and Uranus will be exact. So between now and the next, so basically now in the next, you know, five, six weeks till the end of May, there is... Um, a lot of shifting going on and a lot of things that we're being made aware of so we can either release them or change it. A lot of things that we can plant, new seeds, bring in new energy, and then a little more releasing and letting go. And then Mars and Uranus will make an exact square at the end of May. They'll make another one in the fall, and that will be the final time. So basically we've been hit about, I think this is about seven or eight hits um, in a number of years between these two planets. So there has been one push to, you know, it's just we're, we're being pushed forward and we're fighting it every step of the way. Mm-hmm. We actually have and a question have. from the uh, Pararex chat room for you, Dorothy, and this okay. is from Kat, and she says, what if saying certain signs, planetary alignments, are causing bad stuff, uh, gets people looking for bad stuff, expecting it, and actually ends up creating it? In other words, the mm-hmm. neg- negative mm-hmm. attracts negative. It, 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 so I think she's saying is, is because we're looking at this, so aren't we actually creating the bad things? Well, I think somebody else created this. I wasn't looking for this. Uh-huh. So no, I'm not going to agree with that. You know, I mean, if if you want to look at that, and 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 that's why if if it's causing too much negative in in your life, unplug. Don't watch it. Don't look at it. 
I, I don't, I mean, I know these things feel bad and they are bad. Something good will come from it. It always, it has to. I mean, I'm just, I don't know, call me Pollyanna. I don't know, but something no, good has to come from this. You know, yeah. it, it has to. Right. I mean, think of, think of all the, the, um, stories we heard that were so much more positive than the, than the actual event mm-hmm. that came from yes. it. And, and like, like, like you always say, there's a positive and a negative aspect to every part of someone's chart or anybody's chart. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where the free will comes in. Do we go towards the dark energy or do we take on the, the brighter energy and go towards that? And everybody has that free will choice. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and for, for people who don't really know what eclipses actually mean, what kind of energy it brings, to a chart, what, what exactly does that mean for people? An eclipse. Yes, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> I forget sometimes. Thank you for asking. The <laughs> what an eclipse energy is. Of course, it's when the sun and the moon and Earth are in alignment, and depending on which one it is, the position of the moon will either be between the Earth and the sun, or the Earth will be between the sun and the moon. And what it really, what it is, is it's either a full moon or a new moon. It's just at that moment in time. Usually, it's four times a year, not usually five, but we have five altogether in in this year. And basically, it is a super high power charged new moon and full moon. The full moons are about releasing and letting go, so we become aware of something. So it's releasing and letting go. And the new moons, what they represent, most people don't even pay attention to the new moons, but they are the most important because that's where we get to plant our new seeds of intention. We get to plant new ideas, set goals. So it's super important to follow that. And if you want to follow it, my website has that. I have the free new moon, full moon information every two weeks. It gets changed so you can, you know, as a person who doesn't know anything except their their zodiac sign can go and read that and get a little more direction as to how to focus to use the energy in the best way possible. And that goes back again to the question that you got out of the chat room. You know, yeah, there's, yes, there's negative things that happen in this world. There's no doubt. I mean, we all see it. But how can you use that for something good? I was out at Walmart today doing some shopping, and this poor old woman couldn't stand up to save her life. She was stuck on a bench, and her husband was in his little wheelchair. And you know what? You wouldn't believe. I mean, I went over, three people came over just to help that woman stand up. I was you know, I was scared who was going to get in the car and drive, but besides, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people helped them to their car, and I'm like, oh my god, who's driving? <laughs> it was not a driver. <laughs> but you know what? Just today, you know, you get to see the 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 good that you just you want to be kinder, you want to be gentler. Use it, just use what you can in a positive way. So you can focus on the negative and just and, and do that. And that's what some people are meant to do. They're meant to focus on the dark. Oh, and that way other, other people can focus on the at, light. You, know, you look at some people on Facebook and, and you know, and everything they post is all negative. It's all hate. It's all this and yeah. that. And, and then mm-hmm. you look at their lives, what, what they tell you, and, and their lives are crap. And, and you know, I believe, like mm-hmm. like they're talking about in the Pararex chat room, that, that likeness attracts each other. And, you know, if yeah. you put out negativity, you get back negativity. And I, I really believe that. And that's that's a choice. It's not it's not a fate thing. It's a choice thing. You, you choose it to do it. And you could change, and you would be surprised how much your life would change. Yeah. 
It's very, very true. And, you know, we do have to give the fact that, you know, just that little disclaimer that some people do have chemical imbalances within their brain and their bodies, and they do need some medical help to get them out of it. I can actually personally see in a person's chart if there's somebody who is predisposed to being sad or depressed or looking at the negative side of things. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain placements of certain planets, and I'm not going to list them because I don't want people getting all freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> but there's certain placements of certain planets in a part of the chart or, mm-hmm. you know, patterns, whatever, that do lead people to have that as a predisposition. And once we again, we do have happy. choice. We do so have choice. Yeah, exactly. We can, we can do things. So that's what's, mm-hmm. great about, that's what's great about astrology is that you can actually point this out to people. These are your challenges in your life. But mm-hmm. how, we, how, you, how you focus on that, how you work with that is up to you. That's where the free will comes in. That's and right. Some people just don't, they try to fight it and they don't try to work with it. And some people who do work with it and they come out much better for it. And they, they accept the challenge and they go for it. So, yes. yeah, I mean, everybody's got their challenges right in their, in their charts and you can see that in each chart. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right, and it, I mean, and it doesn't mean that you're, and you know, fate is that kind of that's a funny word. You know, people right. will say, you know, am I as well? So is it fated? Am, am I? So am I always just going to be this way? And it's like, no, learn the lesson. Right, learn the lesson that you are you're here to to learn, and and I know that seems vague right now, but I can explain it to you. You know, learn the lesson. If you have a certain pattern, I can see that, and I can say, you know what, you need to do. You need to. This is how you need to learn. You know, for me, I had an issue with with learning. You know, a problem with spelling. Maybe I'm dyslexic. I don't know, but you know, you have to work extra hard to get where somebody else. Can do it. Somebody else can do it really easy. It's no different. It's just a skill or a talent, or you don't have one and someone else does. It, it, you can work with it. And then, yeah, you carry that energy, say that square or that opposition. You carry that energy with you, so you embody it now and you accept it, and it's part of you. And you've learned to work with it, you know. And it, it's not a hindrance. It doesn't have to be a hindrance. But some people are here, you know, in this life and this path this time around to be really sad and really depressed, just to see what it feels to be miserable. I, you know, I, I mean, don't agree sometimes with that. I'm sorry. I, that. <laughs> that's, that's a bunch of bull. Here we go. But that's another thing. Anyway, you were not put here to be sad or depressed. That's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, I'm sorry. I think some people just need that and want that. I don't I'm think they need it. No, no, they want it. I think they have just haven't been shown the proper path to to get away from that. Uh, yeah, but to, it, it, the, that's the whole thing Again, that you know. Choice. The fatalism is, is so easy to push off on. That oh, we have no no choice over our lives. We have choice on everything we do. Every minute we get up, we make choices, and those choices lead us to the paths we're on. And just mm-hmm. to say that, oh, okay, you're, you're sad, okay, because we, we have not made the choices, we haven't seen the choices, or whatever the reason is, but there are choices, and just because, uh, you know, that people haven't taken those choices, and, and to say, well, that's fatalism, it, it's, it, it's absolutely yeah. hard. I, can't, I cannot believe that anybody who works in light would even say that. That is so, so against my grain. Uh, you know, that's like, you know, someone who, who's uh, stuck with an abusive husband who beats the shit out of her every single day, and, and yeah. he's uh, stuck with well, it's okay, because she's learning, and no, that's, that's bullshit. No, that's absolutely... Wait, wait, wait. 
Okay, Ron, we're going back to something we discussed, um, what was it, a week ago, two weeks ago? It was two weeks yeah. ago, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, this is shades of things we've already talked about. Um, I understand because you got really mad when, I, when, when Karen and I, Karen Pet Whisper, uh, Westling, um, we were talking about how there's certain people who come into our lives to teach us a lesson, we learn lessons from them. And just to let people know who don't listen to our morning show. And you think when we were saying that um, we were talking about animals and people and how sometimes animals uh, get into an abusive relationship to teach people compassion and things like that. And it, it, and it's not to say that that's a oh, oh hi. So it's not to say that um, it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's right. Okay. It's just that's the that's why we're here on this earth to learn these tough lessons, unfortunately, and I'm not saying it's right. Uh, I don't agree with you, Answer Absolutely. But, but I don't agree with you. In every relationship, there's something to learn, no matter if it's, if it's a good relationship or a bad, bad relationship. A whole life something is something to learn. to learn. And it doesn't mean because someone's in an abusive relationship that that's a good thing. I'm not saying that, but... Wait a minute, wait a That's like saying you're coming back from another life to because you have to lesson to learn, so you have to go to this abusive person who beats the crap out of crap. Or you have to lose a child in, in birth because you have a lesson to learn. That's so bullshit. I'm sorry. It really irritates me. I, uh, I, understand, I understand what you're saying. You know, you know how... You tell that to someone who lost that. You 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 tell someone uh, who lost a child. Okay, you had a lesson to learn. That's okay. No, you it's, tell it's, that. That's uh, Ron. That's implying that we did something wrong to bring this upon ourselves. We're not exactly. Saying, that's what it's implying. Not, it. But if, if you look at the bigger picture here, okay. That and I know you don't believe in reincarnation. I know that Dorothy does. <laughs> we'll get into uh-huh. a little more. Yeah. But there's. We we are supposed. If you look at it in the aspect of we all we all have to go through several different lives from different points of views. Okay, Be someone being in control, um, being the one being abused, the one being the abuser, the one you know in all different aspects of life. The ones being rich, the ones being poor, the ones being blessed, the ones not so much so. And and we all have to go through that through several different lifetimes to learn all these different lessons. And, and ultimately. Ultimately, at the very end of all of this, is to learn how to love. That's it. And to be, I agree. To be Absolutely. compassionate. And we can't do that unless we're challenged. And unfortunately, I'm not saying... But we are. We are on earth. That's why we're being challenged, is because we are right. here. Exactly. And that's, I'm not saying we're being, we're being punished by a greater, something greater than us, by having horrible things happen to us. I'm not saying that. But if, we, if our souls are kind of detached from this, Human life, okay. This this is this is the master class of 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 the soul, okay. Is here on earth. Okay? First of all, let, let me say you, you are talking about one particular uh, thism. It's not accepted everywhere, and it's not. True. This is right. what. This is, this is my point of view. Okay. Right. Oh, so, we have to and, take a break. So that, okay. that gets me a chance to cool off. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> you are listening to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation with Laura Worcester and Dorothy Morgan. We'll be right back after the following messages right here on Tojinet Pararex Ghost Channel and Beyond. And I'll be much better after the break. <laughs> Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. 
We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. All in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place. An oasis in this hectic world. We don't. Oops. Oh, I'm waiting for Ian to say that, but I guess she's not going to. Uh, we are back. With Ghost Chronicles. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> We're back with Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Laura Wister, who's my co-host from, of course, uh, Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, which is such a mellow show, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We're into fighting. <laughs> and a, uh, and a spe- special guest astrologer, Dorothy Morgan. So I, I, I didn't have you... I didn't allow you to finish your thing. Well, I, it wasn't me. It was the the uh, break. But uh, so go ahead, Laura. I, I thought I was finished, but yeah. Oh, you are okay. Good. Well, Move yeah, right along. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add to this. I'll add to this in, in just a really gentle thing because I uh, I'm a big proponent of um, um, oh my God Eckhart Tolle, and you know nothing has to hurt nothing has to be difficult in our lives nothing does because all we have to do is find the soul the spirit and you know the god or whatever you want to call it within you know and just connect with that so none of these things have to happen but the problem is we're human and every single one of us i don't care how great our lives are most of us will not learn a lesson unless it's through difficulty we have difficult things i mean i know i mean we can learn but it's usually through some sort of difficulty that it seems to be the general consensus about what the way most humans learn their lessons and it's unfortunate because it does not have to be that way so you know i i get it i'm being i'm going to do the gemini thing i get both sides of the story you know i get both of them because, you know, I cause my own stresses and strains in my life just like anybody else does, but I know better. But, no, still, sometimes I'll just fight everything tooth and nail until I finally say, okay, fine. (laughs) There's two different aspects there, I think. There's there's certain things, like we have lessons that sort of not quietly, and when we kind of ignore it, then it gets a little louder, and then something bigger happens and gets our attention because we choose to Mm -hmm. turn away and not learn the lesson. But there's this other thing that comes in, things that we come into this lifetime with that we have not, necessarily broader, you know, we haven't, it's not something we've ignored or something. People come in with challenges from day one that that we chose to come in on a soul level to learn something coming in here. And I know that Ron's thinking, well, it's terrible, it's horrible, but that's just the way it is, unfortunately. But but on the soul level, it's a good thing. It's it's actually a good thing. I know that it's difficult to understand when we're here as a human looking at this and realizing how horrible some things, people go through horrible things. And it breaks a heart, and, and nobody should have to suffer, anything like that. That's, I'm not saying people bring it upon themselves. It's just something that happens in this lifetime. We're all going to have yeah. to go through the same experiences at some point in the soul's life, somehow or another, no matter what happens. We all go through the same thing. It's just in this yeah. lifetime, some would have it harder than others. That's all. And yeah. if we think of it more on that level, on the, from a universal level, from a soul level, not from the human level, 
it 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 may not make it a, you know may not it doesn't make anything like horrible good, but at least we can understand on some level that that what's going on here. There's a bigger plan. Mm-hmm. There's almost yeah. a, there was a line from uh, Star Trek: Wrath of Khan, and, and I've always believed in it. And that's the time that uh, Jim Kirk uh, runs into Ricardo Montalbán. You know, he escapes with the other ship, and they fire on the on the uh, uh, Enterprise, and they've wrecked it pretty well. And and they're on the bridge, and uh, Spock is there, and and. Uh, uh, Kirk and he goes over and he says, "I need the codes for the thing." And Savrick is there, the other uh, Vulcan, and she says, "What are you doing?" And she says, "You oh God, I just had the line. Man, I can't remember. But basically, it was uh, watching you understand why things work the way they do, and that's an important thing in our lives that we have to understand the way things work and how we use." adversities, how we use problems, and how that makes us better and stronger uh, at times, but doesn't necessarily mean these problems are a good thing. Uh, the, if we take something out of it, and I think you are and I are talking on the, on the same level here, right. is that we have to take the good out of things and, and learn from certain things. Exactly. But exactly. not blame. The important thing is blame, and and that was my key. It, that yeah. we come back, and why probably why I don't believe in reincarnation is we come back because we have lessons to learn because we've done something horrible in the past. No, no, no. no that's not. I don't believe. That's, I, yeah. I don't believe in that. So, anyways, that's not what I was this. saying though. I was not saying okay. that we come back because we did something horrible. Some people believe in that. I just think because we mm. just have to live every aspect of the human life. That's all. That's it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's very matter of fact to me when you think about it that way. It's not. It's not. It's not a punishment. It really truly mm-hmm. isn't. It truly so, isn't. So, anyways, we actually have a question, uh, and it has to do with astrology. Oddly enough, um, I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is from this is from Stephen in the uh, the power, no, the uh, Tojinet chat room, and he says, mm-hmm. "In what way can astrology then teach us?" Or offer us guidance on our challenges and our responsibilities to overcome them. Well, it, it depends on on the aspect. So I don't know. Let's just. I guess the best way I could do would be give an example. So if somebody has uh, Mars square Saturn in their chart, so if somebody is born with that, that is a, a challenge for a person to actually take initiative and just be impulsive. They're not necessarily going to do that. And, of course, it depends on what sign Saturn's in, what sign Mars is in. But basically what it comes down to is, you know, you look at that, and so, you know, they, so the person realizes and they see people around them, it's like, God, look at that person. They're always so good and they're so quick at doing this. So we're, we're judging outside ourselves, and we're judging ourselves by looking at others because this is something in us that we're aware of. We're aware because it's something that is, familiar, but we're not sure why. We're looking at it. It's like, that person's always great. They're always starting something new. They're always doing something fresh. Why don't I do that? I never do that. There's something wrong with me. Or they just don't feel, you know, they just, you know, we judge ourselves through other people's eyes and through our own eyes, right? Well, if this person has Mars and Saturn in a square aspect, in a difficult aspect, well, you know what? They're not going to be impulsive in the Mars fashion. They're going to need to just slow down, 
make a plan, and then go with it. So you can look at something in their chart and you can just say, well, this means here. This means that when you're ready to start a new project, you need to sit down, you need to, you know, outline it. You need to, here's your chapter titles, and then what are you going to do after that? You're going to put a little indent here, and you're going to write, there's 1A, and then there's 2A, and then you're going to go back, and you're going to plan a little bit more, and you're going to plan a little bit more. So there's just, you know, with somebody, say, with that Mars and Aries, and it makes a square to their Saturn, you know, they're going to feel like they need to be impulsive, and they're going to judge until they realize that it's like, oh, you know, I don't have to be that way, because that's not me, even though I can feel it but there's something that's holding me back. And so that is one way that I would explain that to somebody. They would feel like, why can't I just get things going? Why can't I get things going? And it's like, well, you know what? You can feel it, but it's not 100%. It's not your nature to do it that way. Your nature is to do it this way. And I I tell people these kind of things all the time, and they're like, oh, that explains it. All right. I'll go with it that way because we tend to, human nature, always take the hard road. (laughs) (laughs) It happens a lot. I see it a lot. You know, people just really trying to, going against, you know, shoveling, you know what, against the tide. You know, so many of us do that. You know, what's interesting is is, uh, Kat from the Pararex chat room and uh, also came up with another great line from that same Star Trek thing. And, And that is, how we deal with adversity is at least as important as how we deal with success. And yeah, that was yeah. uh, Captain Kirk as well, and, it, and that's that's true as well. So, oh, anyways, yeah, it sure is. Absolutely. Absolutely. She also gave she also gave me another line too. Uh, what does yeah. God need with a fa- spaceship? You don't know that one. That's fine. <laughs> I love that one though. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that one. You never <laughs> saw that one. Uh, the undiscovered planet. That was pretty cool, actually. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. They go to this place. They hijack the Enterprise, and uh, it, it, what happens is they come. They're supposed to be God, and uh, they the being there says, "Well, can you bring uh, can you bring the spaceship a little closer?" Uh, and it says, "Now we can finally do blah blah blah." And it's just so Spock asks, "What does God need with the spaceship?" Because it wasn't really God. That was the thing. So sometimes we we really it's have the to wizard understand. behind the curtain. <laughs> so we, we yeah basically you know the Wizard of Oz type thing. So the same yeah. thing. So, uh, the wizard anyways, behind the curtain. I know how we get into Star Trek uh, quotes, but I'm sorry about that. Uh, but uh, okay, so astrology. Uh, another good thing that in uh, that happened to me. Well, another good thing. I don't know what the first one was, but <laughs> well, you know, the first thing was having you guys on the show. So there you go. Uh, oh, okay. But oh, uh, recently, now. I know <laughs> he, he yelled at us. Now he's sucking up. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. There we go. The, the, show's not, the show's not really on until we hear whatever. <laughs> so, so recently, I signed a lease on my new satellite office for the, the AGD. Which is I'm really excited because uh, it's on campus, so it's it's going to be great, and I'm excited about it. And um, when I I posted it on Facebook, uh, Dorothy commented. Do you remember what your comment was, Dorothy? I said it was a really good day to do that, didn't I? Is that what they said? Yes, you did. Yes, she said. You said you were actually. uh, So that was kind of neat. And trying to remember what day that was. What day was that, Ron? uh, Maybe yesterday. Was it yesterday? Okay, yeah, it was yesterday. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Boy, time is time is time is crazy these days. <laughs> That's called old age. 
or as I like to call it, Anheuser disease. Oh, no. Anheuser, no, I don't have any. I'm not drinking beer. <laughs> oh, not that kind of Anheuser. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I get anyway, it. Oh, I get uh, it. I'm giving you a ration. <laughs> so, in reality, astrology, there are good days to do certain things. For instance, there are good days to meet members of the opposite sex. There are good days to deal with money matters. There are good days mm-hmm. to deal with children. And there are also yeah. bad days for each of these things at all. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. And depends. a lot of it really depends on the moon because the moon is the one that moves the quickest around us since she's the closest. And so that energy does. It, it, you know, it, it is what's most important. Um, so we do get every two and a half days we get this, this energy of what's going on. Today the moon's in cancer, so it's, people are really overly emotional and sensitive. It's been in cancer for a day and a half. We'll be done later on this evening and move into Leo. But, you know, with that, you know, it's just it's it's its, its own sign. So people are sensitive and people are, you know, really gathering their families around them again. I know this event might not feel as, as big as um, September 11th did, but for at least New England, it's 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 been really quiet. People are just they're sad and they're quiet and they're very emotional and they want their families near them and that's what the moon and cancer is about. You know, it's it's all about home and family and you know keeping them safe and just you know trying to talk to the youngins and all of that stuff. So you know it was good for that. And you know then there's other adventures too. You know again. Uh, with the sun and Mars in Aries, you know, you're really, even though it, it, it can cause events like we saw on Monday, it can also um, motivate people to take steps, like I was mentioning earlier, you know, just to, to, to just finally say, hey, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. Planet Mercury is very, um, very uh, pivotal in in um, week weekly timing of things because it moves through each zodiac sign within three usually within three weeks but when it goes retrograde we just have to slow things down and take um, a closer look at stuff so and each one of these planets and then the angles of the sun and the moon together whether it's a waning moon or a waxing moon you know you can follow this or not it's always up to you free choice but you know if if something is if you're going to get an idea that hey if you go down that way You'll get you'll get there quicker, or if you do this, this will be easier. I mean, yeah, you know, it doesn't hurt to take that advice if uh, if you feel inclined to do so. And that's where astrology comes in. You know, you can get uh, a feel for the energy around you. Mm-hmm. Is Laura still okay. with us? Or did she uh, fall asleep? Sorry, I just I had an emergency phone call from my daughter. I apologize. <laughs> oh, here. Is she okay? <laughs> uh, I'll be right back in a minute. I'm going to put you on hold. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> so, All right, so there, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, evidently there must be some kind of sign for Laura right now, and it can't be a good one. Uh-oh. I hope not. I hope it's I right. hope not. You know, kids are, that's one of the trials in life. I mean, that's that's the things we have to learn yeah. from. <laughs> it it uh, is. And, and, and when you're when you're young, and I'm not, I mean, this isn't just her daughter or whomever, mm-hmm. children. Children have um, a lower tolerance for what an emergency is. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a little bit different. You know, you ask my three-year-old grandson, and he's like, 
freaking out because, you know, he can't find his little binky. Or <laughs> So it depends on the level of what an emergency is because of their age. But, right. Um, <laughs> well, no, no. Are, we, are, we all, are we okay? <laughs> I don't know yet. We're waiting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. Hopefully uh, everything's okay. So anyways, um, if you do have to go, just, you know, go with it. There yep. are more important things in life than yeah. ghost chronicles. Well, I can't think of many, but that was, I'm sure there are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's interesting, and one thing I, I do have to say, is that uh, I have three shows, uh, actually four if you count the original one, and four different co-hosts, and each one is really different, and each one really makes the show really unique. And I, that's why I like doing the different shows. I mean, I have, uh, you know, Maureen, who have I have worked many, many years together doing investigating, and and uh, we're so connected on so many different levels, uh, even though whatever. But in, And then we have Steve Parsons, who is such so cynical, so outspoken, so logical, and how grounded. And then we have Laura, who is so much into the light and, and uh, that side of uh, the spiritual, the uh, paranormal side. And then we have Anne, who has walked the uh, the ghost thing, but yet is still, you know, she has that. Oh, I don't know. She's she's unique in her own uh, way, in that she's knows all about the the ghost hunt and she's experienced it. Uh, she knows how to handle interviews. So I, I'm, I'm, and plus she puts up with me totally different. Everybody puts up with me different. So that's what really makes the great, the, the show's really as good as they are, is, is my co-host. So that that's kind of a cool thing. I, I really enjoy that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, how nice. Very nice impromptu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what got me thinking is because we we Tuesday we did a couple of uh, we did the show on uh, some letters that we received and and I never realized that you know the impact that each of us has in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody we touch, we have an impact. So I mean, it, it's so easy to to go in life if and just you know not realizing what's how much of an impact we do, but we do. I mean, if we have a bad day and that bad day is reflected in everybody we meet and everybody, everybody we have, we have a good day, it's the same way. It's reflected and, and that gets passed on as well. It's it's so important to understand that, that each of us, and I mean everyone, has an impact on, on someone in some particular way or another. And it can be just a little thing or it can be something big, but we, every day we have an impact, just as the stars and astrology has an impact on our lives. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, like you said, so just like you said earlier, every, every, every moment we make a choice. Yeah. And if we realize how much of an impact that choice can make, I mean, if everybody did that, um, the world would be a much different place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, back to astrology again. Now, astrology—it's it, it, been around as long as man has been around in one method or another. Do you do you believe, uh, Dorothy? Yeah. Oh, it has. Yeah, we've always looked up at the stars. You know, the moon's always been there. We've always looked at it, wondered, and you know, even the planets that we can see. I mean, everybody, even if you have no interest in astrology, you know, the other night. You could look at the moon, the little crescent moon, and there was this bright star right next to it, right off to the right. And that was Jupiter. 
and you can note it and you can see it and it's so close because it was retrograde for a while so they get a little bit closer to us when they're retrograde it's not anymore but you know what it's just it's it's beautiful because it has and and eventually the people who were paying attention noticed that hey when that star well we got to think of something out there when it starts moving in a backwards motion we have problems in our tribe People start arguing. People are not communicating well. And it, this is really how all of these things started, and that's how they got their their definitions. So from very rudimentary um, observations, but, and you know, the one thing they would see retrograde more often than not would be Mercury, as you can see, that it's not in the same place at the same time every night when it's going backwards. So, you know, so these things have been around for a long time. So that's where they've picked up all of their... A lot of their definitions. So, and, and, and eventually, what, what, as as man evolved and, and became more civilized, uh, and they so became, they say. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I, when I said that, I was thinking the same thing, Dorothy. But yeah. uh, we like we like to think we are. So that being said, I mean, you yeah. know, even even uh, you know, as we we had leaders and we we ended up with uh, the astrology became an important part of. Of the uh, uh, advisory committee for for the leader or whoever ruled at the time, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know they would they wouldn't do a lot of things without consulting the astrologer. That's true. Yeah, they were the alchemist, the astrologer, but you had to make sure you were right. So you needed to be really good, and it was all uh, Leonardo da Vinci was an astrologer. People don't realize he was the uh, he was quite the astrologer, but. Really, he hit a lot, he hit a lot of his work because it's just certain certain times of in history where you would definitely lose your life if you were known to do that. So, thank goodness it's not that way now. <laughs> I mean, e- even uh, when Ronnie Reagan was in the, in the White House, uh, you know, I mean, I know that uh, his wife would definitely consult an astrologer, and yeah. uh, so I, I mean. Yeah. Because you don't want to make decisions. I mean, you can make decisions, and you can just go with your gut. But who doesn't make a decision wondering what's going on, wondering, oh, have I made, have I made the right decision? Well, you know what? I mean, even for my own personal life right now, I am not making any major decisions. I'm allowing things just to flow. It's the best way to work it anyways. But I'm not making any major decisions until after all of these eclipses. Because for, for, personally for me, everything, I mean, I have got – all three of these eclipses are hitting something extremely personal in my own chart. So I know I've got major shifts coming. So to make major choices mm-hmm. between now and then, it's it, you know, if I'm feeling any resistance whatsoever, like you asked me a question this afternoon when we spoke, and it easily, yes, came out. And for what you asked me, and it sounded perfect, and it felt great, and I don't have any doubt about making decisions like what you and I were talking about. And so if it's working easy, something's going easily, go with it. But if you have any choices to make that you're unsure of, I would just recommend that if you can write it out until the end of May, write it out until the end of May because there's so many other things that just, there's so much stuff coming down the pike right now. It's hard to make a decision um, if, if you just, if you need to put too much thought into it because things aren't clear. Because it's too much shifting. So, but to make decisions that feel really good, just, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, when there's no hesitation, it's go with it. That's what we all need to do, especially through this eclipse season, to make these decisions. Good advice. As, 
they feel really good. And I, I would actually always advise that no matter what's happening, but uh, even more so now. Because if something really doesn't feel right, it could just come and go so fast that, you know, you'll have said, well, gee, I wish I hadn't have done that. <laughs> you know, the funny Lesson thing is, learned. <laughs> I, I, always, I always trust my heart or trust my in, internal instincts, mm-hmm. and that's the way I go. I mean, I don't even think about it. I always, like you did this, this afternoon, I talk to you is I make my decisions that way. And those are for the important things. But the funny thing is, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, Karen Ruck, uh, we used to go out. Uh, I mean, I don't mean going out, going out. I mean, you know, cemetery <laughs> tripping and doing things, different things together as part of uh, what we did. And uh, when it was time for, like, lunch and everything, we, we would never – could make the decision. It was like, you want to go for lunch? I don't know. Do you want to go for lunch? I don't know. You know. So we used to call Jim Stoney up and said, "Hi, Karen and I want to know if can we go for lunch now?" Because <laughs> it was such a mundane decision. We really, it wasn't easy to make, but yet an important decision I can make in two seconds. I just do it. It just. Yeah. It, Lots so, of people I mean, treat, like like intuitive readers like that. <laughs> they call them to see if they need to go to lunch or not. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know uh-huh. if you get that, Dorothy. You get someone who calls you like every three weeks. <laughs> Do they really? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, it does. People can't make yeah. little decisions on their own for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I, I recommend people not do that. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm 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 not going to do that. For, I'm not going to do that to somebody. Well, I mean, it's not that I'm doing it to them, but I try to I try to empower them to to make choices. Yeah, come you know, come see me a couple times a year. I'm I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, if you want to do it three times a year, that's great. But mm-hmm. there are times when and people do get a little uh, dependent on yeah. you know getting information from other people. And so it's is, like, is that? Is that in the chart? Is that something you can see in a chart? In other words, for instance, is it, is it Pisces? Yes. Does the Pisces have they're problems with Pisces. that? They're usually Pisces. Yeah, they're usually Pisces. Oh, you're kidding me. I just said that. <laughs> Ron? Yes? Honestly, I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay, or that explains- they may not. You they may not be a Pisces. I think I've said this before. They may not be a Pisces, but the thing with astrology, and, and I know this is this is beyond the basic. You know, everybody knows what their sun sign is. What's your sign? You're a Pisces. We know you're a Pisces. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the 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 signs are divided up into elements: air, earth, fire, and water. And if you have your planets in the zodiac belt when you were born in a water sign, if you have more things in a water sign than not in a water sign, you're going to have a hard time making decisions on your own. You, huh. you, just, you need to learn, and I was, this is how I'd recommend it to others, you need to learn how to listen to the voice within like you do. You know, well, oh, I only on one stuff, Dorothy. But anyways, okay. I, I heard the doorbell. That means the pizza from the oh. dead is here, so uh, we've got to wrap okay. it up. Uh, right. So uh, <laughs> you, you know that that's the interesting thing is is you know that only in the the mundane decisions is it difficult for me. And is it just like I just don't want to waste any energy on it? Or, or, or I don't know. Hell? That could be. That was echoey. That was uh, interesting. There you go. <laughs> Great special effects. Uh, I, actually, I actually got to tell you a, a funny story, and, and I don't know if I mentioned this. I probably did on uh, Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, but uh, last weekend I was at the uh, um, 
uh, event I was doing, they were raising some money for no-kill shelters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they raised a thousand dollars for no-kill shelters, and, and that was awesome of those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, Mike Mark was there, was there, who was a EVP specialist, and he decided to do some EVPs uh, while you know using the background noise of the crowd to to be like the white noise. So I was talking with him, and there was another gentleman from another group talking with him, and we were just talking, and then he was recording. So uh, he called me back later on, and he says, Ron, you got to hear this, and I listened to a little bit, and then he took some of the background noise out. And so you get this little voice, and it says, Oh, Ron, shut up. <laughs> that was so on that note, remotely. I think it's time for me to shut up. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> So sometimes we get our messages from spirit in different manners, and sometimes we chose to ignore them. So yeah. <laughs> once again, Dorothy, thank you so much. NewHampshireAstrologer.com. Go there. See Dorothy. She's awesome. Good-looking chick, too. She's available. Thank you. Can I Thanks, say Dorothy. That? No? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh-oh. Good night. God bless, everyone. Good night. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.